just to clarify, these views that we speak of on our podcast are 100% our own and not those associated to anyone from Luton Town Football Club. Thank you very much. Welcome to Owen Town. I'm Lou Gregory and here's what's coming up today. Luton fight back twice to take a point at home to Millwall in a game that finished 2-2. It keeps us in the playoff hunt, but are we at that stage of the season now where these points are too valuable to be dropping? Or is it a point game? We'll be talking about that in a bit today. Dan Potts has been returning from injury recently and uh, I think he's been putting in some good performances. We'll be discussing him today. I think he did have a bit of a head injury at the weekend. He managed to pull himself through it. Is he a starter going forward in this room running now? And do we see him staying next year? Or is it maybe, you know, just let him go at the end of the year? So our first one back in a couple of weeks. I'm back with Bataro and Dave. Evening, lads. How are we? Evening. I'm very well. Evening all. All good, all good. All good. Um, before we get into any kind of chat about Saturday, I just wanted to say that um, when you're listening to this, it'll be Tuesday the 5th of April, which marks the anniversary of Luton 3 Scunthorpe 2 at Wembley. Oh, yeah. what a day that was! Huh? What a day, two thousand and nine. It feels like yesterday. I can't believe that's that long ago. Um, memories for me: uh, the train ride up there, and if you remember, the train was bouncing. Uh, a few beers, obviously. Well, loads of beers mm. in the Green Man Pub, and then for the other thing that I really remember, apart from the game, which was cool, was walking down Wembley Way and seeing that flag. Of defiance that now hold, you know now has a home in in the stadium, um, betrayed by the FA. Mm-hmm. Love that flag, and I had a great day. And what you know, the game itself, fantastic. The boon and Mawini, all of that. What a day! What a day! It's a good day. Forty thousand Luton fans there. Let us know your memories of that day. Leave a comment on Twitter at Owen the Town and producer Jacob. Great. I'm going to give him the task of if you've not listened to our Christmas podcast from two years ago with Tom Craddock. And he speaks about that slap. Producer Jacob, go clip that bit because it's so good. You need to hear everything what Tom says about the uh, about the slap. It was really good. Um, was that two years ago as well? Two years ago. Bloody yeah. Crazy. But definitely go listen to that. Anyway. Crazy. Enough of that. Let's talk about the weekend um, before we do three word reviews. I went into this game feeling confident and you look at it and you think Moore at home. You're thinking that should be a three points. Do you, you look at the league table... Oh. And it's kind of similar to how that QPR game was in, in a way back a few weeks ago. Yeah, well, we had this conversation that we learned on Saturday. Yeah. Uh, I think in the first half, maybe the first five minutes. And uh, I think you said to me about the whole QPR game, you went, you probably look at QPR, maybe think it's a tougher game on paper or whatever else. But for me, I said to you tonight at the time, I feel a Millwall side coming to Luton is a lot more tougher than QPR because not only the form that QPR are in, but... You know what Millwall are like. And they're just shit house, isn't they, really? I just didn't think I realised how close to the playoffs Millwall were and what kind of form they were the on. Form, I just, yeah, the form's incredible. In my it? head, I just looked at it and thought, I knew at the time QPR were like a place below us or whatever. And I knew there was only like a couple of points between us. Mm-hmm. I didn't realise that. For me, I just looked at Millwall and thought, oh, it's just a mid-table team at home. We should be doing them. But yeah, it, 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 it didn't work no, like that. No, no way. I mean, I think... I think 
anything sort of like down to what 14th place at the moment it's really tight or isn't it 12th place whatever. it's yeah, really it's, tight it's in the division it's pretty tight up there I, I always worry when we play Millwall I always worry not not for any other reason part that you know they turn us over quite regularly really that's that's how I look at it you know look how long it took us to beat them at their place and to be yeah. like, well, I say to be fair to them, not don't really want to be fair to Millwall at all, but <laughs> you've got to give them credit in a certain aspect of, you know, they're not exactly the most spectacular side of the championship, but they do, yeah, they do a job, don't they? And, and they're, and, and they're and full of massive strikers. Yeah, yeah and, strikers, and some of their, um, and whatever else. Some of their balls in the box the other day were unreal. Yeah. They're swinging it in from the right and the left, and you just think every ball in, it was like, that's a good cross. And that will work yeah. against a certain percentage so. of teams. So, yeah, that's the thing, but like, like I say, we don't want to give them much credit, so we'll it's, get over that. It's not like they've been shouting it, but that their their form recently has been superb. It's been really mm. good. It's been you know, it's they're one of the form teams in the league. So, and I think looking back, and we'll get into some three reviews, but I thought I thought it was important not to lose that at the weekend. Oh, and there was a stage yeah, when Afobi puts that that goal in and the away end goes mad. You thought, is that it? Mm. Is that a massive turning point in our season? But you know, we're still in it, and we're still in the hunt, and we're still in. And we're showing signs, so, so, so. signs to come back, so maybe it's a good sign. So some three-word views of Luton 2, Mill 2. Jamo says another point gained. Tom, well-deserved draw. Connor says better than none. Adds playoffs tighter. John's still in there. Fraser says never stop fighting. Uh, Dave says Miss Clark, Berry, slash Berry. Uh, Gina says a relieved partner. Luton report, referee was shocking, and Justin said had me worried. Do you know what? This game, for me, had a similar feel to that Blackpool game when we won League One was that a two-all when Jason Cummings scored in the last minutes we equalised I think we only had 10 men that day do you remember this? oh god you remember he's good mate Jesus uh, no I don't actually we so Cummings know. come on um, I think it was I don't know if it was his debut or whatever but he, he it was like 87th minute 88th oh, minute left foot and yeah, bottom right corner a little yeah. deflection but you look back at that and yes. it was such a vital point for us going yep. forward and it kept our unbeaten run going <clears> and it was like I guess you'd even say like similar to that Walsall game, it kept the unbeaten, it just kept the momentum. And I feel like Saturday was like that. And that goal from, well, the own goal, but the cross from Snodgrass is, is hopefully just going to keep that momentum. And obviously we've got Peterborough tonight uh, when they be listening to this. And I could be talking rubbish if we don't get the result tonight. But if we can go to Peterborough now and get the win, you look at them last two games, you go, all right, I'll take four points from that. True, yeah. true. And, and it is another point gained. And, it, you know, well-deserved draw. I, I, I can't really... Say anything different to these three word reviews tonight? Oh, still in there as well. Still in still there. As in long there, as we're yeah. still in there by the last game of the season, then we're in with a shout, and that's the main thing. Just stay in with it. Just don't lose games. Well, that's the Especially most important the te- thing. Especially the teams in and around you as well. I mean, I'll say it to I'll say it to people. I'll say it to you boys as well. As long as we don't lose today, so we lost on Saturday. That would be massive for our season, one hundred percent. Because you know what, Mill, they're on form. They're doing this. They're doing that. Thankfully, teams around us didn't all win. And you know it's sort of, it kind of stayed the same, but it's the teams that sort of like you know who were four five points after, and they'll sort of gaining a bit of ground again. But I'm yeah. I'm sure we'll come away from them again, and we'll get up there. The most we'll important thing, the most important thing, is in our own hands still. Yeah, you know, it's not like you know we've capitulated it, yeah. and and it's we're waiting on other teams. It's in our own hands. We know what we've got to do. Come on, that last push, that last few games. Come on, lads, push on. Forest are looking good, didn't they? Well, Forest are looking amazing, but you know what? So are we before the, the international break. You on know? our day, on our day, and look, like I said, on our day we could beat anyone in this league. I've always said that, said it all season. If you don't believe me, go back to the podcast, begin the season, you'll hear it. But 
we will beat anyone on our day. If we start picking up and playing how we did, well, how we did, we play, I thought we played the right second half on Saturday, to be fair, as well. So I think for me, personally... Just keep going. I, I agree with you, but I think for me, personally, I, long may we continue to be the underdogs. No one expects us to be where we are. Everybody's been saying all season, you know, teams like Luton, whatever else, but we're there... And people still don't think we're good enough. Some, to, you know, some fans. So you know, let's let's keep us the underdogs and let's put a little surprise in at the yeah, end. Yes, surprise package. Yeah. Well, let's talk about the game. Uh, four changes from the whole win. Pelly come back in. Lansbury, Naismith, and Lockyer. So a couple of centre halves coming in finally from our uh, back five of left backs, whatever it was. Mm. Uh, Barry Clark, Kios, and Onyedinma outs. Not not a lot really happened before Millwall scored. And it, 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 I did think Millwall and Nathan Jones said this in the in the post match. He said. He felt they matched us, our energy, and they were hard workers. And I guess that does show why, if they were beating us, we'd only gone three points behind us, which, you know, we've been saying how good a season we had. For them to have only been three behind us, you know, it's just as equal. But we've kept them at bay in the league table. And they took the lead when Bradshaw found the bottom corner. It was a great goal. I think as soon as he hit it, I just saw that in. It was just right, right behind that, and it has yeah. gone in and... I haven't watched it. I haven't, to be fair, I haven't watched it back, but I know for well, from where we were obviously sitting on the day or standing on the day, it was it looked like it, it was a clean strike. Of, was it like a half volley kind of thing? Yeah, Straight in the bottle. I think it'd be, originally, I thought he just sort of like toe poked it almost. I mean, he, he put his foot through it. He took an opportunity. He was there first of the ball, and as soon as he struck it, you knew it was going in. But you know, up until that point, I thought that Mill was stronger than us at that point. That's how I felt about yeah, it. Yeah, I can agree with that. I think we'd be disappointed that it's kind of route one. It has come from a, I think it's kind of, and, and tell me if I'm wrong here, but from what I remember, it's come from a goal kick. It's a knockdown and it's a goal and it's so like Sounds about right, easy, but it was a good goal. And I know I've said it before, if you're going to concede goals, make it a good one. And you look at it and you go, we could maybe de- dealt with the ball a bit better, but it's a great strike. It was their first shot, wasn't it? Or their first proper shot on target. Yeah, I think I so. I think so. Yeah, and it must have been. Well, that's what it felt like. It was a good strike. The goalkeeper didn't have a chance of scoring it, uh, of saving it. Sorry, and uh, quite a disappointing, quite a disappointing start for us. That's how I felt. Uh, Twenty-five minutes is that all it was? It, it seemed like it was quicker than that. Well, little or less than ten minutes later, uh, we made it one all, and this was a beautiful goal. And you you watched it on the day, and you just thought, "Wow, that's brilliant football." And it. It kind of does start in that middle of the pitch. Pelly and Lansbury between them in, in a very tight situation managed to get the ball out uh, to Bell and that little one-two they play. Yeah, it was lovely. Bell to Adebayo, Bell to Adebayo. Was it two one-twos, was it? It was a Pelly Bell pass into feet, wasn't it? To, was it Adi To Pai Bell and he passed Bell? Adebayo, yeah. gets it back and he gets it back yeah. and he just Something first like that, time. Yeah. And it was just unreal. The finish was beautiful and you just thought... Well, we thought the finish was wide, didn't we? Yeah. To begin with, it was always at the side name. What the fuck? I was celebrating. I was like, here we go. Here you thought it was go. wide? I did well, think for a minute. Yeah. I was like, has it gone in? But yeah, no. I still, like, still, I'll be honest, oh. until I look around and see everyone celebrating, it was almost like it just, the penny just hey, dropped. Do you, do, you two, do you two need my specs? Because I well, thought it was in straight away and I, I thought he took it, I took the chance really well. Not I, he did. Um, I thought he struck it well. He put it, he knew where it was going. I was up celebrating immediately. I thought it was a really good finish. Well, yeah, I mean, Dave, a really good finish. Obviously, I was obviously celebrating as well immediately. But what I'm saying is, um, I didn't believe it had gone in because almost like I've really just scored that. I think the beer was just setting in as well. And <laughs> all of a sudden, you thought, fuck, we've equalised again. Here we go. It's a great goal. 
It was a great. It goal. was a really good goal. And a nice celebration. Up. Elijah's taken it really well, which is just brilliant to see. He just seems to be on form at the moment with finishes like that. He's unreal player. He got into that position away at Coventry. He got in that position at, at home in the weekend, and I'm not even going to try and remember the other one. But what a, what a find he's been though. What what a player he's been for us this season, scoring uh, in the way that he does. Absolute. Big future ahead of him as well. Yeah, exactly. Massive. We like say we, it all the time yeah, on the podcast. Don't we? It's, it's getting stronger now. The belief's getting stronger. We, we know what he's capable of now. Every week he's performing at this level now and the finishing, to be such, like that was such a natural finish yeah. from a striker the other day. You, you just think, this guy yeah, is we need, we need to top well. for a team that's sitting fourth in the championship. Fair play. He's got some future ahead of him. And Hope he's with us though. You know, for, for at least for another couple of seasons, it would be great. And especially if we, if we make the playoffs, he'll be with us next season for definite. I just hope that if we do get in the playoffs, he can just be that big game player we need. Because I know we spoke at the weekend in the pub before the footy and we were saying, when we were watching Forrest, we were just saying how good Brennan Johnson was. And yeah. he scored, what, two goals the other day. And we're thinking, if Forrest gets to the final, if they've got a few players, you look and go, they're big game players. They can just turn up out of nowhere and win you a game. But I feel like we've got that in Elijah. That if we were to get to a Wembley final and it'd be nil-nil of 20 minutes to go that you just need one moment of magic and I think he could bring it. Oh, yeah, that's, that, that's that, it. that is absolutely right. He's absolutely right and he's that sort of player that will create that moment. Absolutely. As long as Brennan Johnson doesn't create it first, I think is... Hey, maybe they don't get to the final. He could do it first if he wants, mate. As long as we go 2-1 up at the end of the game, it's fine. No problem. <laughs> anyway, look, we're getting ahead of ourselves talking yeah. about player no, finals no. already. We, 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 we can see the future. Look, trust me, anyone listening, we can just, def- we can see the future, so it's fine. We are going to get to the playoff final. We're going to beat Forrest in the playoff final. 2-1, you've heard it here first. Put five on it, you've won loads of money. There you go. Patara, you know what they say, the future's bright, the future's orange. Well, this is it. I've heard that for a few years. Well, I just want to tell you. Jesus. Uh, we could have made it 2-1 in the second half when Cornick reacted quicker to get through and, and maybe should have scored. It was a bit of a, no. bit of a snapshot when, when you look at it back. No, I, I think he should have scored. Yeah. It's, I think it was, a, it was a glorious opportunity. What was this? Well, <laughs> if you've not watched it back, mate. You, you if you'd have watched say. it back, because you were still running around the stadium that time. <laughs> but um, yeah, the, it, was, it, it, was, it was one-on-one almost, wasn't it? It was one-on-one. He should have scored. That's how I feel about it. Maybe he did snap it, but I would have expected uh, him to put it away. Mm, and then the game is different. should have scored. Well, I think so. Oh, hang on, first half or second half? Just to start the second half. Start the second half. Oh, um, oh, yeah, I did miss it. Yeah, I wasn't there. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Why do you think that's a bit harsh, though? He's one-on-one. He plays it either side of the keeper, it goes in. Because he's so central. The keeper's also rushing out of him. He has to take it quick. He, or knock it round him. You know. I think, I think it was a really good opportunity. I'm disappointed he didn't do better with it. And I never knew it happened, so yeah. Excellent. Imagine that. <laughs> Sitting here talking about football and I have no idea what the fuck's going on. You have on. no idea what's going on. Didn't even know it was one-on-one, but brilliant. Um, yeah, I'm off. Realistically, not a lot really happened. I think we did try and push for that second goal, but I can't remember. I think Naismith had his deflected shot, which went just wide. And apart from that, Nothing really happened and they got us on the break, didn't they? When the ball played down the left-hand side, it's pulled back to Benekafobe and he has the easiest of finishes. I think you look at it as an account-attacking goal. It's a, it's a lovely goal from Millwall's point of view again. And But we gave the ball away. Very we, unlike was, Naismith as well because he does his little burst. And this is, I guess, the reason it happens because he goes so far out of position to play that long ball, which normally he gets spot on, but it's just a bit short and then it's 
It was a it's cheap giveaway. 2v2 or 2v1 yeah. on that left-hand side. and you, you knew as soon as that happened, you knew that as soon as they made the break and they were fast and it was like, was it evenly split? Was it, was it like three on three or something like that? But the, I mean, the, it was 2v2. 2v2 yeah. and, and it was a really quick break and as soon as they break and they're going down the left side there, as soon as you put the cross in, you knew they were going to score. And I think obviously, if you I, knew they were going to score. I think obviously, if I beat it was about, I don't know who was the, who was the last man back defending in the end. No, I can't remember. Good question, but he wasn't. But he wasn't with him. Whoever he didn't, it, he didn't whoever stay it was him. was about five yards away from him. Yeah, he it was. It's good like enough. a five was sort of like a five was behind off him. And, him yeah, though, fell yeah, off yeah. and went behind his, and then yeah. But you should be watching stayed, that, yeah. shouldn't you? You should be watching that run, shouldn't you? As a defender, you should be looking at that run and going. I suppose easier said than done, though, Dave. I suppose, isn't it? I, I just it's and just maybe a, the player covering in the middle is going. Well, if this player cuts in, I need to yeah, stop that angle. Well, I'll give that because they can you always probably, say you can always try and get a block in there as well. But yeah, it's a tough one. It's a tough one, but, but it's typical us. It's just cheap. It's cheap. It's yeah, typical us. It we we had the ball. We gave it to them. Yeah, and they hit us really hard. And you're probably relying as well on that final ball needing to. That final ball was perfect for oh, Fobe, and he's yeah. he's run onto it and he's side footed it in, and it's he's not missing. Easy goal for them. Easy goal. Yeah, but you're probably looking at it and they're probably going, if we can get in a position where that final ball's not the best, you know. Yeah, it's almost like if you get the ball sort of like, you know, in the 70 to 80% region of like of a half decent, well, half decent, that makes no sense, but if the ball's decent enough and it's like, like I said, 80% in that zone, then you, you, your struggles get every chance. But, you know, if it's anything below that and it goes sort of like way with a little bit, it's a stretch or it's this. But it was right to his feet and yeah. bang, he puts and it And maybe in. it is if... The last, sorry, I can't remember who the last man back was, if it was Potts or someone, but if that player maybe is close to a phobia and that ball's put into the danger zone of like near the penalty the penalty spot, and then it becomes a one on back one on one battle between a phobia and the last man back to get to that ball, maybe it's that player back goes, I don't fancy my chances in a one on one against him. I'd rather let him have the the space back and try and make the block or something. I don't know. Makes Could sense. be a possibility. Mm. The, the cross to be fair to them, the cross was excellent. Yeah, the run good. was excellent. Yeah, yeah. Good back. yeah. Just it's like we're big. We're sort of up a little bit, aren't we? But it's, no, we're it's, not big it's, up. It's almost you know like though? saying that you know, look, we we couldn't as a as a defensive unit, we couldn't do much about it because the ball was class. It was quality, and it's we we don't want to say it obviously, but we know it's true. We're not going to say whole it bullshit. Attack. We're not going to see a lie about it. We know it's true. The whole attack was on the back foot there. Yeah, the yeah, and attack. like we say every week, or like I say every week, if you can see goals, can see good goals, and I know that could have been avoided, maybe like the first, but. You compare that to some of the goals we conceded this year, and you go, "Yeah, fair play." I think, I think, I think, had to show a bit of quality to get it. Still, I generally think both of their goals were poor defended by us. Yeah, but they had to show some. They had to show some quality to to get the goals. I don't disagree with that, but I'm just saying I think our defending could have been better. That's what I'm saying. Well, we made two instant substitutions when that goal went in. Jerome and Snodgrass coming off of Pelly and Potts. I would have liked to have seen a couple of subs maybe a little bit earlier. I would like to see maybe Jerome and Snodgrass about 10, 15 minutes earlier. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, 100%. I mean... Microphone. Say, oh, sorry, mate. Yeah, yeah. I was just saying... Just miles away. Stand over there. And you've got some lovely uh, yeah, oil over there. The, Very good virgin oil. To, to the microphone, but, uh, <laughs> please, mate. <laughs> but sorry. Um, yeah. What's I saying? I don't the remember. subs. Oh, yeah, the subs. There we go. Uh, Pelly and Potts. Potts, I think, took a heavy whack to the head in the first half. I think he was getting beaten quite a lot in the air, which is unlike him. 
every now and then. Obviously, he was going up. For, he was still in for the challenge, but you know he was hurt. But not only that, Pelly, a few times he got himself in such great positions. And it was just that final ball again. It was even just a that little shot. bit of composure, isn't it? Yeah, it was either the shot that you know he was doing his little step overs, cutting in, cutting out, cutting back in again. He's whacking it over. I think someone put on Twitter the other day something about noble solicitors ball getting it, yeah, which I found quite that, yeah. funny. But um, honestly, it's time in the second half. The referee played advantage as well, and he's taking the ball. And I thought just fucking one time, just hit the ball or do something. There was one when it. he when he cut in, and he. Did like a little back hill, and we were all shouting, "Shoot!" What, Do you remember this? Off? Yeah, and he's like, like he's rolled it back. Yeah, and yeah. Oh, then they counterattacked, yeah. and I remember sitting there going, "They're yeah. gonna that score from this." That's oh. what I was on about. And that was after the ref, I think, played an advantage for us because he was going to give us a free kick yeah. on the edge, which, which I would have taken anyway. Yeah, he should have. Ta- he should have. Yeah. Actually, the ref at that point should have given us a free kick for definite. Ah, uh, see, I sat there at David at time. I said, "You know what? I don't blame the referee for doing that." Because no, I'm exactly. exactly the same thing. We've gained. We have gained an advantage. The free kick happened. Maybe what? Cut the arse back or whatever, or wherever it was. And the thing is, if he does blow for free kick, that everyone yeah. in the crowd goes, "Oh, we'll play advantage." He's so got every chance then to play the ball or whatever else, or just take a shot. He's got space in front of him. Just take a shot. And he, that one time, you wanted him to take a shot. He didn't. He didn't. Yeah. Yeah. Should we talk about the goal that made it two-two? Then um, a brilliant free kick in from Robert Snodgrass. I think we said a couple of weeks ago, or a few weeks ago, on the podcast when we were talking about Snodgrasses. He's going to bring that extra bit of quality and he's going to be that difference yeah, when we need it. Brilliance, and yeah. maybe, like I mentioned earlier, maybe we've got a big game player in Snodgrass that we can bring him on. And from a dead ball, you know he's going to be class. 100%. He's, he's, he's a quality player. I mean, any player who's watched Premier League, any player, any fan, sorry, or football fan has watched Premier League football or even, you know, championship football, Snodgrass has always been about there. And he's always known for his quality of delivery and his I'd say you know he's dribbling a bit on the ball obviously he's a bit older now he's, he's not going to be the same but the guy I'm I'm sure he can still do a job at this level well actually his, his delivery on, on Saturday was perfect wasn't it it was in the per, it was perfect strike perfect cross mm-hmm. it, it was brilliant I mean defender he really well the ball was whipped in so much defender got ahead on it he was like oh shit a bit it spun off the back of my head because it had so much whip on it didn't it yeah and it caused problems. And if you're going to put, it wasn't no goal, wasn't it? Yeah, to kind of it was five, OG, it yeah, five OG. Right? yeah. So yeah. I mean, from 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 where we were, we didn't know initially it was an OG, but um, you know, you've got to put it in there. You put it in a danger position. If your striker don't get it, it might hit them. And and you know what? It, it's no more than we deserved. We did definitely deserve that. I tell definitely. you what, it, it must have been a great ball in because those Millwall defenders they're known for dominating the air and winning those balls in the box. And I tell you what, that time. It causing problems and it, like I said, it spun off the red, bang, straight in the top corner, or whatever. Now we go, we'll take it. Yeah. Two all draw, thank you very much. And like I said back earlier, a well deserved draw, and it was a well deserved draw. If not, we could have probably gone on and won it because I didn't think much of Mill second half. Well, do you, know, do you know what though? When we scored and everyone was celebrating, the first person I think was running back trying to get them to motivate for the third one was Snodgrass. Yeah. yeah. He, was, he was running back to the line and thinking, you know, come on, we can get... And I thought at that point we might sneak another one because we were on top at that point, you know. I was thinking if there was a bit more added on, if there was maybe like six or a seven, we could have maybe gone on. But in the end, I think Millwall had a, another counter-attack in that final seconds and the ball was played over the, over to the far post and the players kind of yeah. tapped it as Shea. But yeah, that could have been oh, horrendous. Sure, yeah, of course, yeah. Could have been horrendous. 
So 2-2, two, two, I think you look at the stats, producer Jacob says here, we had nine shots, two on target. Didn't really have that many more opportunities to, to try and take the win, but apparently Elijah Adebayo scored his 20th championship goal in the Luton shirt of the weekend. And LTFC Dan says here, we still haven't lost a single game that he has scored in. Right, great. I hope he scores against Peterborough then. Yeah, That's how I look at that nice. one. I think I think really you've got to be happy with the point given the the, the, the time that Millwall scored their second yep. goal. So you've got to be happy with the point. But you know what? A little bit longer, a little bit more composure, maybe we'd have got all three, but you know, points I'm better just than so nothing. Glad we didn't lose it, to be fair, Millwall so. are a good side. They're they are, they, yeah. they're playing a good side, so you know, good luck to them. Before we talk about Dan Potts, who's our player focus today, are we at the stage of the season now, what seven games left? We can't there's no room for error anymore, is there? And we were talking about the Peterborough game and I thought we'd just touch it five minutes on Peterborough. But like, they've just got smashed 4-0 by Borough. I think what they're one win in four months, maybe. They, they're very, very poor I think form. they're like minus 50 goal difference near enough, aren't they? Or if not, now by, but you know. You're just making it up. Minus no, 50. No, I'm not. Hang on a minute. Will you have a no, look? No, no, yeah, yeah, go on. I'm, I'm, is, and it, this comes to the question, is, Peterborough must win. Do we have to win against Peterborough? Um, I think we should win. We we need to win. Must win. Must we, win. No one will ever know if it's a must win or not until the end of the season. It's, it's such a thing, uh, you know, a cliche thing to say. But well, it's not a cliche it, because at the end of last season it was a must win for us at the last game. So that's a must win. People game. always say you must beat the bottom teams in order to. Well, you know, we all know. Plate, listen, the people would have said that about us when we were bottom of the table. You know, when we're at the bottom of the table and struggling, people say, oh, we, could, we, we must win against Luton. But, you know, you, we all know that if you're fighting for your life, you play harder. Mm-hmm. And they, they're going to want to put us, you know... Yeah, but there's there. a reason they're bottom, because Bapatari says they're oh, on a minus, minus 48. 48. Yeah, yeah, I'll give it that. Oh, well done. I didn't know that much. They're oh, bottom of the table. Like yeah, they're fighting for their lives, <laughs> but, you know, we're... I just hope that our quality will shine through um, and the fans that are there, all 3,600 and whatever of, of us are, um, we'll, we'll roar them on to victory that's yeah, what I, I, I do you know what I really don't care if you know they concede four goals and three or four or five against the next teams or whatever we beat them 1-0 when it comes off Alley yeah, I'll take side. I'll, we'll take I'll, it. Yeah, I'll take a scrappy 1-0 I don't care if it's an own goal I don't care if the ball goes up for like you know a clearance and the, the wind takes it and puts it in the top corner I don't care just get us the three points anyone would take that but I just personally think from like we were talking about you know how Millwall game felt a bit like that Blackpool game and it helped help that momentum. I feel like now we've we've got to get a win against Peterborough because we have to go if we go into that Huddersfield game, game on yeah. the back of a loss. Yeah, it makes it harder. It's a we go into that game then and maybe the players are starting then to feel a bit of pressure and And then we drop out the playoffs because it is that tight at the top. Well, exactly. And it's that tight. But we've been in this position before, don't we? Previous months. We've been in this position before. There you go. Got the it's been drinking. Way. No, I'm not at all about that drink. I mean, water. But, um, but no, look, they've been under pressure. There was that time where I think we had a couple of losses and back in, I think, it was January or whatever. And um, not January, before that, December, obviously. It comes before January, isn't it? But, um, oh, <coughs> excuse me. But, <laughs> but look, they've been under pressure before to perform and whatever else. I mean, I know you're saying now that it's the last sort of like stepping stone towards the playoffs. If you want, if you're going to do it, and the teams at the bottom, you should probably be beating. Yeah, and let's face it, not being horrible, Peterborough, pretty shit. But 
they're not going to want to have a, a bad performance as they had against uh, no. Borough at the weekend. They're, they're not. That's, so they're going to be setting up to and they not do, lose. Yeah, and they do get a random result every now and then. We know. I this. think. I think if we get a, we get a good early goal, <laughs> we'd be all right. We'd be all right. Roar them on. Roar them on to the victory. That's what I say. Well, one person who will maybe be in the starting lineup, depending on if his head's all right after the weekend, is Dan Potts. Uh, how have you rated his performances since he has stood in at the centre half position? Do you still see him being with us next season? What have you made of Dan Potts? Uh, that's what we asked you guys today. But sorry, let's start with you. How have you rated his performances seeing uh, since he's been back at back in the team? Um, do you know what? I I think he's done very very well considering he hasn't played a lot of football. I've always said to you boys and everyone else that he's always better as a def- as, as a centre half in a three. Always said it, even when he's a left back. But um, I mean, whether you say he's going to be, is he going to be the next season? Or I mean, we we have this conversation every single season. I think we've said it for the last two seasons in pre-season. Is he going to be here? We don't know. I'm not going to say no because actually, you know what? I'm going to say no. He's not going to be the next season because if I say no, he's definitely going to be here next season. There you go. We'll, we'll know for a fact he will be. <laughs> what you just said there? Is he going to be here? Or is he staying? Is he going? Well, is he going? I, 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 I don't know, Dave. Because every time we know, we always say he's going to go. We, I think we all said, "Oh no, he won't be here next." Where's season. he going to go? He's though? always here. Where's he going to go? Do you know where's he going to go? League one or League two? Why? Forty-eight teams in them leagues. I think. Do you know what? I think the, pro- the performance he's been putting in the last few games. I think he can get himself like a. Lauren Championship team, maybe. Very decent. Look, in the day, right? He's not going to be. A starting player with ahead of Naismith, Bradley, Lockyer, Burke, is he? Let's face it. For me, he's fifth choice centre half in F3. And uh, also I'd in recent weeks, it seems that if we have a problem at fullback, we're happy to use Onya Dinma yeah. at either side or Kyoso at either side or Bria either side. Oh, this is it. Exactly that. And for Dan Potts, right, we we respect Dan Potts. We've had him for a long time now. I think we've had now five or six seasons. Oh, since League Two days, weren't it? So, yeah, six seasons, something like that. But to be fair to him as well, to be out of the team for so long, I know he's had injury problems and then maybe not been selected, but to come in and the attitude just to crack on with it and put 100% effort in oh. and, and put in some brilliant performances in the last few weeks. He would have been gutted again, I think, if he would have had to go off injured on Saturday. You could well, see I was if say, anyone was going to play through that injury, it yeah. would have been him. Was West Ham boy as well, wasn't he? Well, yeah. I, th- I thought you, you look at Saturday. That's the attitude you want from a player, isn't it? That's the attitude you want from any player for Luton. We, we've never heard anything from Dan Potts to suggest that he's unhappy with what he's doing or what Luton are doing with him. And like he said, he's always happy to put on the Luton shirt. He was, I think, he was captain of the squad, uh, the team, the other week when he as well against. Um, can't remember now. He played last week. Anyway, we'll get there. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, look for Dan Potts. I think it's brilliant. The fact he's come in and he's done a job. Whether we'll see him next season, we don't know. But it's Dan Potts. There's always a shake-up. It depends where we are, doesn't it? It depends It depends where we end up. If we end yeah. up... In no. the Premier League, definitely not. Listen, no. the, the dream is, if we win the playoffs, fantastic, maybe no. But do you know what? If, if we don't, then who knows where he's going to go. I feel it's quite exciting thinking about the next transfer window because I do think, like... Nathan Jones says and Gary Sweet said the last transfer window was a big important one for us to kind of like shift on some of the players that have been with us for a while and bring in like new fresh players. I do feel like it was it will kind of be a similar process that you could see maybe like Danny Hilton and Dan Potts go and 
you know, maybe some of the more players that we've seen in recent years to be then replaced by more players, maybe like a couple more experienced heads like Snodgrass and Lansbury and maybe a new few young ones like Adebayo and Mendes Gomez, I think. Oh, yeah. But talking of Danny Hilton, he won't go anywhere, mate. He's, he's staying with us. He's with us for life, He'll be, He'll be part of the board by 2030. <laughs> but this is what you guys said about Dan Potts. How have you rated his performance since, uh, since... For some reason, I can't read this, Producer Jacob. Why can't I? Should we try again? Yeah. How have you rated his performances? How have you rated his performances in? since he has stood in at yeah. the back? And do you see him being with us next season? All right, Jacob got there in the end, mate. Uh, John says he's been solid enough at centre back, way better there than left back, but his distribution is the worst out of, uh, out of our defence and we've outgrown him. As for him being with us in the summer, thanks for the service. Politely move him on in the summer. Chris yeah. says he's really stepped up. We speak a lot about leaders and I think he's developing those skills, which is good to see from a long serving player. You need you need squad players that can come in and play to a good level and that's what he's done. There you go, squad players. At yeah, a good squad level. players. Yeah. And, and do you know what? Even the next step up is about squad players. Yeah, being decent. He, like I said, he's a decent human being, clearly. He loves wearing the Luton shirt. He goes in there, he puts on the captain's arm band and does, you know I mean? does a job. He's obviously trusted as well. Yeah. Imagine the back three, yeah. five, whatever you want to call it. Which, you know, we're happy to see him do it. and But, you know, like John said, potentially, thanks for the service, politely move on in the summer. A lot of people will also think that. But I'm not saying I think that, but a lot of people will. Dave says he's been solid, but a little surprised he retained his place yesterday with Bradley back. Wouldn't be shocked if he was dropped out the, uh, the team on Tuesday. Will he still be with us if we're in a championship? Possibly. If we do go up, then no. I guess maybe it's just too soon for Bradley. If he's if he's, if, yeah. if he's had time off for whatever reason, um, he's maybe not 100% match fit. It's, it's probably a tough one to throw him in, but it'd be interesting to see if Bradley is fit to play against Peterborough tonight. Uh, Chris says, good cover at left centre-back, but can't see him with us next season due to our progression. Uh, was caught out for the second goal on Saturday, so he's a lot to learn. Um, ben says, he's done well, good squad player, but not first-team player when others, uh, others are fit to play. And Sam says, everyone banters him when he gets selected, but he has put a couple of decent performances. I reckon he will leave at the end of the season. And if he does, he'll be remembered fondly. Yeah, there you go. Remembered fondly. And hopefully he does. But then again, a player that's been through it all with us in the last six years since we signed him. I think we signed him in League 200, John Steele, didn't we? Have yeah, we I'd say, yeah I'd say so. Or was it, it wasn't Jones, was it? It was definitely Steele. No, it was, it was John Steele, wasn't it? It had to be. Surely West Ham link, wasn't it? But... Might be wrong, but no. Look, Dan Potts, like I said, we keep saying it. Whatever happens with Dan Potts, he will be remembered fondly, as Sam says. Gee, I can't get out of there. Fucking hell. Mumbling a bit. Well, you know what, though? You're right. He's put in a service for Luton. And, you know, if he stays, good. If he doesn't, thank you. Yeah. You know, not, you know. And we respect him as well. We we do. We appreciate what he's done. The only people that stay at the club are the fans. Full stop. And, and it's their job, it's their career, and there mm. comes a point where they have to move on. But Let's what, get into some Instagram questions then to finish off today. Um, there's quite a few good ones here today. Brad says, does Sonny get back in the first 11 when everyone is fit? 100%. Yeah. 100%. That was easy, wasn't it? Cool. 100%. I have an Instagram question. Dad, go on, did you put it on Instagram? No. <laughs> Don't ask it. There you go. Now go on, what did you want to ask? How many times has Batara said 100% tonight? Oh, maybe quite a few. Has that for a while, is it? No. 100%. Uh, Simon says, why does Pelly start every game? It's a bit harsh, I think. Why does Pelly start every game? 
I don't he, think he has started every game recently, though, no, has he? And no, I he do like the energy Pelly brings, but... Oh, my God. You know what? Yeah. That player, and, and I know, we, you, know you, you will look back on his playing for us and you'll look back at his career and go, actually, and Pataro, as much as you don't like using this word, he is a legend of the club. He's, he's been with us for so long. He's developed so much. Give him a chance. Uh, Daz Hatter says is Pelly good enough for the step up to the Premier League I'm going to say yes I would say why yeah not? why not oh so let's see well, why not though why tell me why go on I think he's on. I think he's athletic enough to make the step up to the Premier League he's, he's do you know what if, yeah. if, do you know what? Lump? if that dream comes true Every single player that's playing for us right now wants to have a chance of playing in that league. Yeah, well, oh, unfortunately, I mean, they're not all going to get the but, chance. But I know, so. I get that. But those players that feel that they will, they will step their, they'll step their game up another level to do it. Alex says, what's the best moment of the season so far? Oh, bloody hell. Ooh. That's a hard one, isn't it? It's got to be Cal Naismith against Bournemouth, isn't it? Well, Last minute winner. Yeah, no, that, no, that was great. Yeah, no, actually... That's fair play. That's a Do good you know call. What? For me, I'll be honest, is the first time we actually re- f- reached first pla- uh, third place in the league. Really? No, no, yeah, no, we were third place in the, in the division. That was good also, but I just come on, well, when that ball was cut back yeah, by Naismith yeah, and then he curls it in the bottom left, though. my God, we went mad. How many good moments we had though? Yeah, quite a few this it's year. It's a great season. Do you know what? This You look back at this season and what, 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 what season? whatever it's happens, arguable. it will be the... Best season we had for a long time. Yeah. Um, well, that's all we got time for today. Oh, no. Are you not going to talk about what Batara is going to do? I was about to Oh, okay. Sorry to interrupt Thank you. you. Yeah. Sounds a bit sinister. Um, tomorrow, Peterborough away, or tonight, Peterborough away. We're all going. I'm going to be there a little bit late because I'm going to have to leave work a bit later. But you're going to be leaving Batara extra early. Why is yes, that? Yes, I am going to be leaving extra early because I am... Uh, well, I have agreed to cycle with Mark yes. to the game. Well done. What time are you leaving tomorrow? Well, we're going to aim for about half nine, I think he said. Not that, not that I need it. I'm an athlete these days. But <laughs> Mark, I know you're listening. But um, no, look. I heard you went out cycling the other day, did some mileage. Yeah, we did just short of 20 miles. Yeah. And a bit of, I think, half the elevation kind of, well, pretty much to Peterborough. So, right, so how far have you got to cycle tomorrow? I believe it's in the region of 65 uh, miles, roughly. Okay. Oh, well, mate, you'll smash it. Good luck. So, listen, we're, oh, obviously, yeah. Mark's doing a great job uh, yeah. and he's he's looking to raise a lot of money and everybody to sponsor him, thank you very much. But if you could put your hand in the pocket and sponsor Bataro as well as Mark, that would be great. So, what I'm telling you what's going to happen yeah, now. Yeah, tell it to Mark, though, because obviously... Yeah. We could, like I said, we set up a thing, but obviously I'm, I'm getting a little bit raised as well, so we can uh, send it across to Mark. Okay, let's get, so let's get it up, how up many miles you say it was? It's well, it's about sixty-five, roughly. I think. Right, so DLA Driving School will sponsor you and Mark three pound a mile as long as you get there. Make sure you get there, my mate. Oh, fuck. And when did you get there? Because I'm <laughs> even I'm finishing work maybe a little bit later than I, than I needed to yet yeah, tomorrow. But I'm gonna I'll get you a beer when I arrive. I'll get there before you. So. <laughs> and if you, if you see Pataro, come and say hello and say congrats on. Cycling sixty odd miles. To get yeah, to the because you know, do you know what though. More congratulations to Mark because he's actually the one that actually got me out to do it. Yeah. Now, don't get it wrong. I've always wanted to do it, but I didn't think I'd be fit enough. I've been training for the last month. Maybe not on the bike as much. I've been doing a lot of running and there's a lot of hill sprints and whatever else. And 
I've managed to lose just short of a stone, so... I feel like as well... If you get all the way there, I'll take you home. You're going to well, ache a bit more anyway. than Mark as well <laughs> yeah. the next day. But I think, if you so. if you could reach in your pockets Mate. and and make make a donation, that'd be cool. But you know, DLA driving school yeah. will will pay you three pound a mile. Cool. Only only if you make the whole distance. Cool. Well, thank you so much for listening today. If you haven't watched this yet, go do that on YouTube. Oh, when the town we did really well on our last one, and if you uh, are currently watching this, and you made it this far, and you haven't subscribed to us, please do because we're trying to get to a thousand subscribers. That'd be very nice. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for watching. Enjoy Peterborough. Come on, Luton. And we'll see you next week. And please, tyres, hold out for me. Because I'm very heavy. Please. Mark, if I damage your bike, I do apologise. There you go. I'm out.